Welcome to StarCast from Planet Waves. Today's edition is for Tuesday, the 22nd of February, 2022. That is to say, 0222-2022. I guess it will not be until the year 2222, which is in 200 years, that anything like this happens again in terms of the numerology of the date. Speaking of, I have some astrology for you. Uh, looking at a couple of different charts, uh, I am actually planning to, um, at the uh, toward the end of this edition, take a look at the Freedom Convoy truck, I guess called the People's Convoy in the United States. For simplicity, I'm going to leave it uh, all as one file. So let's start with the current astrology at the moment. Uh, the moon is in uh, Scorpio at the time that I am beginning this uh, this uh, broadcast, and it is about to cross its own south node. So the moon will move to south declination. I don't know if there's any declination freaks in the audience. Uh, I'm, I'm not one, but that's what it means when the moon crosses the south node. The moon will make a whole bunch of other aspects as well, mainly... Um, picking up uh, the planetary cluster that is in late Capricorn right now. Uh, and and then also there will be a trine to Neptune. So earlier today, earlier on Tuesday, the moon was in a square aspect to Saturn. Scorpio moon, square Aquarius, Saturn. That can be a little bit frustrating, uh, although the astrology yields to a a more generally pleasant environment uh, for the rest of the day and then into tomorrow. So once again, uh, the moon is in, uh, well, it's right in the middle of, uh, kind of right in the middle of Scorpio at 1841. Um, and then it's going to pick up aspects to Venus, Mars, Vesta, and Neptune, uh, one after the other in rapid sequence. So that's all very friendly. Uh, that is the the moon in a feminine sign, picking up a bunch of planets in other feminine signs. Those are all trines and sextiles, and uh, I I would um, anticipate that compared to uh, the last day or so, it'll be a little bit smoother going. Although it's important to recognize how fragile everything and everyone is right now. Uh, I am I am sensing that patience is running out with a good few people and a good few places. A kind of exhaustion is uh, is setting in as this nonstop gaslighting campaign continues. More on that at the end. Okay, so uh, also going on today is uh, that Mercury is in a conjunction to Juno. I think, finally, Mercury is out of its shadow phase uh, from the recent retrograde. This one has been a doozy. But they all seem to be these days because we live in such a Mercury-dominated world. Every device, every, every communication is run through a device. Every device is connected to five other things. Um, we're constantly on phones and so forth, and uh, there basically is no such thing as a walk in the park anymore for most people, certainly not if you are uh, being followed around by GPS or spied on by security cameras for your own safety. Uh, we need to recognize that the feeling of these things is not a positive one 
Uh, and I think that the promise of safety and security from uh, all of these nonstop safety and security measures is uh, empty, and it has nothing to do with, uh, with helping anyone. Okay, so uh, the moon moves along, and um, it, it ends its run through Scorpio, making the last aspect in rapid sequence to it crosses its own south node and then makes a sextile to Pluto in Capricorn. The moon goes void of course. Let's see how long that void of course lasts. Uh, there's, there's always one thing that I, I end up saying that I didn't plan on saying, so fortunately I can cast these charts in real time, and that is moon sextile Pluto. That's when the moon completes its last aspect. The moon completes its last aspect on the 23rd, the morning of the 23rd at 4.24 a.m. Eastern Time. So do the calculations for your time zone. Um, And then between 4.24 a.m. Eastern Time and when the moon enters Sagittarius at 4.29 a.m. Eastern Time, so basically, overnight from about 4.25 in the morning to about 8.30 in the morning Eastern Time, the moon is void, of course. That's a good time for the moon to be void, of course. It's a, a little bit calmer time and, um, and, and and introspective and not the best time to be engaged in, let's say, meaningful activity. Better to be engaged in more relaxing or trivial activity and sleeping might count as relaxing but not as trivial okay so um so that's that's the moon's run through scorpio we'll come to sagittarius in a moment uh also today mercury is conjunct juno ah that's what i was planning to follow up on when i mentioned that the mercury retrograde shadow phase ended sometime in the last few days uh i can tell that because of the conjunction to juno mercury conjunct juno is a uh, mixed bag. Uh, There's two main approaches to take to that one. One is Mercury speaking up in the form of an advocate of some kind. You'd think that would be Palisathene. Palisathene definitely has some advocacy tendencies as the asteroid of law and politics. And I I thought it was a little sketchy when Martha Westcott, Martha Lang Westcott of Treehouse Mountain Astrology, uh, one of the asteroid masters of our time, said that Juno represents on the one hand, the bone of contention in relationships, but on the other hand, can represent a powerful advocacy voice. So check for both. Uh, I'm always cautious of the bone of contention. It's not really ever the thing that it is said to be. It's always something else or nothing. And this uh, concept is um, you know, not necessarily helpful. One, one more uh, point of background before we go into the moon's next phase, beginning early on Wednesday, uh, which is that the the moon sextile today to uh, to v- Venus, Mars, and Vesta, all in very close succession, but really a matter of minutes, um, is highlighting this extended Venus-Mars conjunction that has been streaking across the sky for weeks in a one-degree conjunction. Now, this happens from time to time. It is quite rare. It's also a thing that Vedic astrologers don't like very much because uh, they uh, they don't like when Venus and Mars appear to be in competition. 
Uh, Venus and Mars both are quite friendly in Capricorn, though. Mars has a little bit more dignity. I believe Mars is exalted in, in Capricorn. But anyway, the challenge there is competition. If you can set that aside and uh, Im- imagine that there's some kind of a Venus-Mars reconciliation going on, uh, and this is an extended thing because Mars is um, Mars is moving at its normal pace, but Venus is moving very slowly because it only came out of retrograde on January 29th, less than one month ago. So when a planet like that, inner planet especially, comes out of retrograde, um, it's going to be moving slowly for a while. And uh, and it still is. So we have Venus moving at the speed of Mars, therefore with the power of Mars. And this is a weeks-long one-degree conjunction that actually ends around March 6th or 7th. In Aquarius, Vesta is involved. I've been talking quite a bit about this, uh, uh, perhaps uh, pushing the limits of the normal discussion of sexuality in astrology. It used to be a thing that people cared a lot about and sought astro- astrologers and astrological information to understand the nature of this complicated and sought-after thing uh, known as sexual experience and, and uh, sexual feelings. Vesta adds a very interesting flavor to this. And we're we're working our way toward this Venus-Mars-Vesta triple, actually quad conjunction to Pluto. And uh, I've I've said a lot about this, but I would just suggest being mindful of internally moving, uh, let's say, sexual evolution that is going on. Your thoughts, your values, your feelings, your desires, your needs and your relationships, the kinds of experiences that you want, how you feel about experiences that you've had in the past, all are heading for this profound transformational experience of one after another, another making conjunctions to Pluto. Pluto is meaningful. It is deep and it deepens the influence of anything that it touches or that touches it. So there's going to be a lot of touching of Pluto uh, going on over uh, the next couple of weeks, culminating March 2nd and 3rd with the Pisces new moon. Now, back to the moon. Uh, The moon enters Sagittarius at 8.29 a.m. Eastern Time on the 23rd. That is a Wednesday. And the first thing it does when it, uh, it, it gets to Sagittarius after making a trine to Pallas Athene, the asteroid strategy is that it uh, completes the first quarter moon, uh, which is going to be Wednesday afternoon in uh, North American time zones, a little bit later in uh, Europe and the UK. So uh, that's the uh, midpoint between the new moon and the full moon. And um, usually quarter moons are a balanced and pleasant time. Um, Moon approaching the sun is an aspect that we'll get to in half a moment when we take a look at the Freedom Convoy or the People's Convoy, that's what it's called here, uh, chart in a moment. All right, so uh, the, the moon will be in Sag through much of the rest of the week, let's say Wednesday, Thursday, looking like it'll go into um, Capricorn on uh, on Friday, so I'll have another update for you uh, before then. Um the thing that makes this moon's run through Sagittarius interesting after it passes first quarter is it's going to make squares to the Pisces uh, cluster of planets. So the Pisces cluster of planets includes the Sun, Nessus, 
Nept- and Neptune. So that's a lot of uh, that's a lot of action. And what I would suggest over the next couple of days is being conscious and weary of uh, when things seem to be exaggerated. So you want to factor that in, scale things down, scale things back, notice people's responses, notice your responses and scale back, you know, like make a correction factor for the possibility of exaggeration. Moon, uh, moon, especially in Sag square, something like Jupiter, especially in Pisces is going to be uh, given to making things larger. Now, Jupiter conjunct Nessus is most certainly making things larger. And so uh, it may be doing so for the purpose of seeing them, kind of like putting them under a microscope or putting them, uh, looking at something under a magnifying glass. And uh, particularly on Wednesday and into Thursday, the moon is um, going to be pointing to that kind of possibility. So I'm, I'm not saying that exaggeration is wrong. I'm just saying that uh, look at what's being exaggerated. Consider the um, the specifics involved and make sure that the response is appropriate for the thing being responded to. Of course, that's the most ridiculous thing in the world to say here in 2022 when instead of blowing out a candle and saying goodnight, we call the fire department and smash the entire house. But there's only so many houses in the world to smash. Okay, so here's what I'm thinking. I know I began by saying that the uh, that I would do the trucker's convoy in this, uh, this audio, but if I do, it's going to get kind of long. Uh, so I'm going to say um, let's pause the discussion of current astrology for now. Remember that the, uh, the moon is in Scorpio. There's void, of course, between about 4.30 and 8.30 in the morning, Wednesday. And then uh, then the moon enters Sagittarius. In housekeeping news, I published the Pisces Studio reading last night. That's an 80-minute reading of the charts from the standpoint of Pisces serving Pisces sun, moon, and rising. And I think these are great updates for people who are just interested in astrology. Um, it is still available at the pre-order price. We'll probably change that uh, at midnight or so on Tuesday. And then, um, ah, and this this reading is available as part of the Backstage Pass level of subscription. The monthly horoscope for March is out and published. Uh, that is now a subscriber service. You can just go to the monthly horoscopes tab on Planet Waves if you would like access to that. And uh, do note that we are offering discounts for first time and for returning subscribers. Okay, so stay tuned in a moment for my reading of the People's Convoy chart. Convoy leaves. Uh, I can never pronounce the name of this town. Adelanto, A-D-Adelanto. It's kind of like a combination of Adele and Atlanta and and some uh, Italian guy, Adelanto, California, from a uh, parking lot of a soccer stadium at 10 a.m. Pacific time and will be taking what appears to be a southerly route across the country protesting these obscene, ridiculous, unnecessary, unhelpful, in fact, absolutely dangerous gaslighting mandates that we are being subjected to. More about that in the next 
segment in a moment. Click right below. And also, I will be following up with this on Friday night's Planet Waves FM. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being a Planet Waves reader, listener, client, subscriber, whatever it is that you happen to be, contributor to Chiron Return, our nonprofit organization that sponsors my investigative reporting efforts. It's good to be with you. Bye for now.